Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. My voice is permanently stuck like this. No, it's not. I'm Eric, with your host. Steven, yeah. Steven, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just got my second vaccine dose. Second shot. Second. We're actually recording this live from the middle of a forest because Eric has reception anywhere he is now. So It's very strong reception. Um, I've had to modify a few things, but it's true. Now we can record the podcast anywhere and we just find find it in, you know, we find it very peaceful to be in nature. Exactly. Can you hear the birds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful stuff going on in the beautiful background noises. right now. You should see our view. Yeah. It's beautiful. A lot of gray. Yeah. Second dose planted me, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but we feel good. Feel good? Feeling good. Yeah. Like we should, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's not feeling good? What's not feeling good, People Steve? in North Korea. Wow. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, it is true. But yeah. So that's the subject we're going to be talking about today. Of course. Is uh the horrifying and gruesome realities of North Korea. Um we um we based ourselves off of the experiences of uh, Yeonmi Park. Mm-hmm. And uh she had a podcast with Jordan Peterson and it was very powerful stuff and uh just what one human being can go through. Yeah. And what's going on in the world that nobody re- really realizes at all. Right. And the resiliency of that woman is, I don't even, I can't even. There's not even a word, I think. <laughs> there is no word, but I can't even quite imagine. <laughs> it's just, it, it's a. It's even worse than a nightmare, and mm-hmm. you're living it in real life, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. in North and Korea. And you don't realize it. And you don't even realize it yeah. because nothing really negative exists mm-hmm. in North Korea because they control. It's, they control, and it's not in the language. So if it's not in the language, it's not in your mind. Exactly. Exactly. Which is like, it was a very heavy uh, podcast I, to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to learn the realities of North Korea, and and expose yourself to that reality and also hear the courageous story of of uh Yeonmi Park it's uh it's absolutely mind-blowingly difficult to understand mm-hmm. uh again how what they're going through and how much she had to go through and and now she's still here uh changing lives and and not being silent and speaking out and yeah yeah wow the, the the courageousness and the power you need to and, hold and to she, be able to do that stuff. And she doesn't even see herself as brave. No, that's the thing. That it struck me too. Yeah, unfathomable. But let's get into it. Here's our two cents. So Eric, um, we did preface it by saying that a lot of it was based on uh, Yomi Park's story. The the actual the the podcast and the interview that were uh, that brought us brought this idea on to us. Uh, it was based on her book, right? Her autobiography, right? 
yeah. which I definitely uh, I want to read that book one day. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, so where do we even begin? I mean, <laughs> where do we begin? I mean, it, listen, it's it's overwhelming, you know, and and also ex- inspiring. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Let's get into it, but. Well, how about we start what we talked about in the intro, how how they don't even know. Yeah. You know, because it's not in their language. Like, for example, stress is not in their language. Yeah. So it's like, how can you be stressed if you don't and know what stress it's is? Hard to, it's hard to comprehend, especially that, because you're you're born there, like, right? Like, and that's all you, like, there's no internet, there's no outside information coming in. It's basically everything that um, the government and Kim wants you to wants you to know right and it's all controlled so just even understanding that they don't know how to know that's a feeling or know how to express that right even though they're feeling it right like it's felt but it would probably be felt differently right i would assume if you don't know again it's like it's not in your language it's not in your vocabulary it's not in your mind so so it's definitely interesting um to talk about what kind of feelings are there right Mm -hmm. i mean again they don't even know that they're enslaved. They no. don't know that they are oppressed. No, no. They they actually think, and the thing that was one of the, I mean, just one of the parts of many, many things in this podcast, and from what I looked at, um, opened my eyes about was basically that they, yeah, they don't know they're oppressed, but they also are made to believe that they have it the best of right. the whole world and whatever's out there past the boundaries of North Korea because it's they evil. can see where, depending on where you are in North Korea, you can see lights or like she was explaining right, right from other uh places but they say that it's just that it's way worse than their good and the leader uh kim jong-un or whatever jong yeah uh is uh just sacrificing everything for the people right which is just mind-blowing and and even it even goes as far as the story of Kim is like the same story as Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, exactly. That, like that, that is their Jesus that Christ. That got me too. And how they completely erased all the history right. and the history starts, like the world starts when he was born, when not him, like the current leader, but right, right, right. The, but first, when his the first ancestors one that, or whatever. That, that started all of it. Um, and yeah, so it basically starts there. And, and, and there's a part too, like just as, Jesus Christ, right? I mean, I'm not a very religious person. I'm not a big fan of religion, but I understand the reasons. And, for example, Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Even, it, it, you know, they, Jesus knows, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're a religious person, like, you know, you're... Or as Jordan Peterson says a lot, he lives as though... There is Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. But exactly. basically, the idea of Jesus Christ is that He's able to see your actions, right? Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, and depending on which actions and which thoughts you're doing, yeah, or thinking, it's a sin, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like the same idea. Yeah. So it, even in death, you know, Kim is is watching you, and, right? Yeah, and yeah, and it, it, it's just a thing like like the the brainwashing of of just the whole like just how something like that is even possible mm. it, it 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 it's not so much i mean so like i was 
I was thinking, um, like when I was listening to it and whatever reading I was doing on it, that because they don't, it's, it's harder to get into that like situation, right? Like to start, um, communism or is it communism? I I was just about to ask that question. Like, because after, like before I thought North Korea was communism, but after hearing, uh, the podcast with her story, I'm kind of thinking it's more of a fascism. I would think fascism as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, I would think so. well, I mean the, 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 the one part that made me decide that, okay, no, I think this is more uh, like fascism is, uh, well, they have prison camps very similar to concentration camps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, and that's their easiest prison system, right? Like, right. They have different levels. Um, what they what she was explaining um, is they have different levels of prison, mm-hmm. and so the easiest one you go to is like a concentration camp. Right. But she also um, imagine that. Eh? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just and and honestly, anything is a crime in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example, reading a book. That's not associated with North Korea yeah. is a crime. Turning off the radio that's on all the time, giving you propaganda. Well, actually, it can't be turned off. Oh, it's not physically able to. Okay. You, yeah. So basically, they have this radio uh, that constantly plays this propaganda. You can lower the volume, mm-hmm. but you can't shut it off. You can lower it. I mean, as much as right. It's probably not all the way. You really like. And for example, like they have a picture of Kim yeah. in their household. Yeah, every household. And has to let's have one. say, let's say like. Something happens or a natural disaster, a house catches on fire. The first thing you save is not your children. No, no. You know, not your belongings. Because while we're going to have a conversation in North Korea, you don't own anything. Mm -hmm. But that's for later. So, you know, you don't go and save your children, your pets, whatever it is. You save that picture. Yeah. And you die with that picture. Exactly. Or else, you know, you're not going to heaven or whatever. Well, there's that. But also... um, if you were to die in a fire, which is like one of the things that, I mean, I'm going to keep saying this, but if you die in a fire uh, or you escape the fire and you didn't bring that picture or whatever happening with that, what I'm trying to get at is, yeah, you go through a punishment, but your generations that follow you also go through a punishment. Yeah. So, so she was explaining how, how your blood will be tainted. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if it was your great, great, great grandfather. Your bloodline is tainted. Yeah. So you're never going to be you're you'll never be able to to redeem yourself. No. Just because you share the same blood, you know, as your ancestors. Exactly. exactly. It would be like us, like, you know, it would be like me and you being, you know, shunned by yeah. society yeah. because of what our ancestors did. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's not even like super recent, like you were saying. It could be great, great, great. Oh, yeah, it doesn't goes matter. Ba- back as far as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, up to a certain point because like Kim wasn't born in the year zero. So, uh, right. But yeah, it's that there was, was just like mind boggling. And another part is uh, that, so you know how you can... Uh, especially in our civilization and our society in North America and most of the Western world, um, including Europe and stuff like that, you can marry, if you marry somebody rich, you move up, right? Like mm-hmm. your social status there, they come down to you. Right. So if, if somebody that has more money, more money, we're speaking like, what do they make like a dollar a month there? A dollar or two a month converted? I think it was like a dollar 20 or yeah, yeah. something like that. That's... um. 
So, so with that system that you're explaining, that ensures, mm-hmm. you know, that no one is uh, is going up in status. Exactly. exactly. Right. It's, that's their way of, you know, I would assume crowd controlling. Yeah. In some I would way, think right? so. I would think so. Insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, as she explains, like in the beginning, it, it's they're given just just enough to survive. Mm-hmm. Like just. Just, I mean, they're st- they're all malnutri- malnutri- like malnourished. Like malnourished. Malnourished. That's a hard word. Malnutrition. <laughs> malnutrition. Malnutrition. So, Malturist. <laughs> Malturist. So, no, they're given just enough so that so that they're constantly thinking of surviving. Mm-hmm. What can I do to survive? You know, they don't... Other things like when we think about the meaning of life or goals. No, no, there's none of that no, in North is. Korea. No, It's what am I... You know, what am I going to eat today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically all it yeah. is. And it's ever since you're born, like even for schooling, like she was saying when she went to what little schooling she had. Um, I mean, even schooling, they, they teach you lies. I'm sure yeah. it's full of oh, yeah. lies. Oh, um, no, it is. It yeah. Is. It, well, yeah, I guess it's not. I'm sure it, no, it is full of lies. It is full of lies. Uh, but most of your time and when you would be in school, in the school system, it's getting food right and it's learning the skills that you need to survive as well right um and she was saying how when she was a kid like she would eat grasshoppers like pretty much every yeah day. for proteins tree bark yeah <laughs> like that is she said the one I, I, i'm gonna stop saying that um the the one thing she said was how the closest resemblance after she got out of it um, to describe what it was like. So describe the whole system was Hunger Games. Yeah. And so they have a bunch of districts and a bunch of little towns uh, that supply stuff for the capital, for Pyongyang. Um, And the majority of everything that you collect is given to them. Right. Uh, And... You you're basically not left with anything, right? Um, exactly. That's basically all. The whole cycle is just living. It's just living to survive, right? Right. And and that's the thing too. Like they don't. Again, they don't own anything. No. In North no. Korea, uh, trading was uh, one of the ways. Like her father mm-hmm. uh, made more money. Yeah. But that too was illegal. Um. Even little things, I mean, the regime uh, tells the people uh, what to read, what to listen to. What to so, wear, how to look, how to dress. Everything. Haircuts, everything. <laughs> yeah. And so if you don't, if, like any of that, any little thing, you don't get a haircut, you're going to prison. Yeah, or executed. Or executed, yeah. Um, even if you dance in a different way. Yeah. Prison. Yeah. yeah. And In every aspect of human life, they're intervening. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. little thing. Easily. The only thing uh the only thing that's yours is, is is she described your own breath. Your breathing, yeah. That's the only thing you that's, have that's yourself. That's that belongs to you. But yeah. other than that wow. So she's getting I mean, focusing on food and always being malnutrit mal mal malnourished. Malnourished. That's <laughs> <laughs> sort of I mean, it's sort of bad that I can't even say that word. Uh, I'm, a little, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little confused by that. By that <laughs> I don't know why that hard time. I, 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 I can't kidding. tell you. <laughs> you should be the one that's giving you a hard time because you're still in the basement. But mm. uh, 
I don't mal- malnutrish you, so it's yeah, fine. true. <laughs> um, yeah, so she said that she's never like she grew up and she uh, just everything that she's known. What did she leave when she was around like twelve, thirteen? Uh, I think, or was it like fifteen? Was it? No, no, no. It was yeah. It was twelve, thirteen. It's not the right numbers. It's just roughly around that. Like I think when she first life. she first escaped uh, to go to China, I think she was around thirteen yeah. years old. Yep. So up to that point, and even in China too, she never really knew what like full was. You never. So she an example she gave like she, being full of like eating until right, you're full. Right. Um, she gave an example on how they were her and her sister were like talking and just bantering uh, as kids do. And they were saying, oh, like, what's the most you can eat? And they were just thinking of the biggest number they can have. Right. They can think of, right? Because to, in their minds, that's no such thing as being right. full. You can't never eat too much. Right. Because if you never know what it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If it's not in your language, then mm-hmm. how do you even begin to decipher the yeah. reality? Like love isn't in their language. I was just about to say. So they don't associate with anything's like the feeling of love. No. So parents don't tell their kids that they love them. No. Right? There's no romantic relationships. There's no intimacy. Um, they make fun of love. Mm-hmm. Right? It makes you appear as weak. Yeah. Yeah. So but you have to depend on someone exactly, else. Someone else. Yeah. Because the Kims, but I'm I, even that they don't, they don't love you, but that's what gives you everything. Right. So. And I wanted to also say like when, for example, they were, they were looking because when you look at a satellite view of North Korea yeah. during the night, like yeah. it's blacked out, yeah. yeah, right. And the one time they were, they were overlooking. I think it was China, and and there was lights. Yeah, and like they couldn't even grasp the concept of freedom. Yeah, like to them it was like there was freedom. It's not even yeah. It's it, it even, wasn't again. They they just don't understand what they it weren't. Is. They weren't even escaping for freedom no they were escaping to eat eat. yeah (laughs) like they were dreaming of things like rice yeah exactly because to them that was freedom the one thing they knew the the one thing they knew the one thing they were lacking that you are able to get more of and they know you're able to get more of because you know you understand what food is that one thing is enough to like push them to to, to escape and right so like you can't even imagine if they knew other things like if they knew freedom or anything like that it would push them too but it's crazy that just food well that's the um, thing right i mean a regime like that will not work if they're exposed no to reality that's th- exactly exactly um and so even like we were saying trading wasn't allowed at all so her uh we'll get into i guess a bit of the prison system uh systems but or did you want to Tackle something else. Well, I mean, just just the general idea. I mean, if you try and look for different information, you're executed. If they don't know what other rate that other races exist, you know what other countries look like. Um, there's no internet, and because of all the malnourishing going on, it affects their brain function and cognitive health, and their as well their as physical physical appearance as well. Yeah. So everyone is is very small, right? Um, because, well, you're not feeding your body to grow. Yeah. So everyone is really small. Um, and for example, like a long life for them is 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's a long life. Yeah. And that's like if you hit a hundred with us. 
Right. Yeah. Like it's rare to hit that. It's really exactly. So and and the 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 main ways that that the population dies is off of obviously malnourishment yeah. or uh infections. Mm-hmm. There's something that I just thought of it's sort of off the topic of uh North Korea but and I'm not specifically talking about our government system but so it's crazy really when you really think of it right so with malnourishment um they're well they obviously know they're they they're not eating enough because you can like you can tell that you you can tell even if you don't know what it is that it's affecting you but so right. um if you really think about it like so their life expectancy is 60 a lot of it due to due to mal- malnourishment and the cleanliness and all that uh but so like what in our where we are here in north in north america like there's stuff that if you really think about it that we could ne- that we haven't even like discovered yet um that would be like, oh, we really need this, and doing that would extend your life expectancy so right. much. I'm not, th- I'm not like, I'm not specifically saying government, but I just thought of that, like, oh, well, I mean, let's just take a quick example. Because if like, you can't understand something right. or really know it, then it's like the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like we don't fully oh, understand, yeah. yeah, the ocean yet. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it like only twenty percent of the ocean is explored? That, that is explored, yeah, and yeah. it's the majority of our planet, right? And it's. It's you know, it's crazy. It's, it's inspiring almost. Absolutely. Um, just thinking of so much that yeah, you don't know. But that was off the topic. I just thought of that. And another thing too is, like in the hospitals mm-hmm. and like for surgery yeah. and things like that. Like no anesthesia. No, no. Like she, she, I, I think she was explaining that she went through one surgery and they gave her sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. So she like woke up. Like halfway through the operation. Yeah, halfway through it, and they're like cutting her, right? Cutting her leg open to fix something, or, right? And none of the tools, they like all the all the st- uh, stencils, yeah, the stencils. Everything's used on everybody, yeah. Like no cleaning. There's no cleaning right. it or anything like that. There's doing surgeries in the middle of the hallways. Like, oh yeah, that's why uh, one of the 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 again one of the ways that they die the most is from infections. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're not given any of that stuff exactly it's it's and the thing is insanity again we're going to reiterate it it's it's good it's almost good for them if you're if you're really i mean people know depending on i'm sure where you live there that that's not always how it is because she said she had relatives in china right um so i'm curious how the transfer of information sways on how you view north korea but i'm sure there's a lot of people that are completely bought into it and they think that like life and the way i mean so kim too the kims they they preach that like everything in life has to be difficult and you just got to push through it right and it's a gift and you got to cherish everything right even though it's like horrible exactly and which brings me to the topic of for example her father mm-hmm. uh eventually her father uh did uh get caught mm-hmm. uh with, with the trading so, so he, he was trading metals and yeah. started in bigger stuff and they call it the black market right uh because you're not I mean, you're not able to trade anything. Like, you can't trade. Like, I'll give you a piece of rice. I'll give you a bag of rice or a couple grains right. of rice if you give me no, some exactly. vegetables that we need. Exactly. And and he was doing that through uh, like being able to bribe, uh, you know, the officials and officials and guards and things like that. Um, and eventually he got caught, and obviously he got sent to um, 
one of the I'll call them concentration camps, yeah, one of the prison camps. Is, yeah. And I think he was there. I think I remember her saying four years. And eventually, when you're sick, um, you go out. Yeah, like you you you're taken out. You leave the prison, or you're taken out of the prison, mm-hmm. and then you you get put back when you're you know when, when you, you feel when you're better yeah. when you're back to normal. Um, and I remember, and this this like ripped apart my heart. But when she had said when she had seen her father once again after the prison, mm-hmm. his soul was gone. Yeah, right. The only thing that was on his body was his skin, his skin and his bones. Yeah, right. And and she remembers him telling her, you know, like do never betray your country. Yeah, never you know? do it. Yeah, never do that, right? And and cherish life, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. So, and like that's fucked. And just yeah, just reiterating that like life is always a struggle, and you just gotta yeah. push through it right. and never give up and never betray your country. It's just like it just goes to there. show you uh, just how powerful brainwashing is absolutely absolutely with like along with malnourishment and all that stuff and and, tyranny and yeah exactly exactly so um i don't know where you wanted to go and so that was that was one of the worst prison camps right so they like shaved him completely um, like his head and everything like that and there's different like they were saying there's different levels of the prison systems yeah and apparently she was saying like the population was of that prison was like 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. And that probably wasn't even, I mean, I'm sure there's, they're scattered all over the place. Oh yeah. All over the country. And I also remember uh, her explaining, um, how like in different ways, you know, she saw some things in Western civilizations that she saw like in North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because extremes are everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the things was like she was explaining how people are held collectively guilty uh, for the history of their ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And people going after people because of that. Mm-hmm. Even though there was, there's no contribution made on their part. There's no connection other than blood. Right. And exactly. Which brings back to the idea that the same idea of tainted blood. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, your answers did ancestors did that your ancestor was a slave owner well yeah you're makes, you're a you yeah. know you're that you're a bad person as yeah. well your and blood is rotten your exactly. blood is dirty and exactly yeah. and there is which how can progress progress how can progress ever cease to exist with a mentality like that no no it can't be you t- you you know if you think like that please tell me how we can progress as a society mm-hmm and I'll tell you now, I'll be waiting forever. Yeah. yeah because exactly. you won't be able to explain. No. You you, you can, won't make sense. It's You need to, again, it's, I mean, it's, first it starts with, I think, um, with knowledge um, and understanding of what happened. Mm-hmm. But then it's, how can we move forward? It's not forgetting it, right? Like, you'll never want to forget what happened. Um but that f- not forgetting what happened will push it to never happen again. Right. Right. And it's not keeping people that are currently ac- accountable for not even doing anything. And they're in the same movement that you're in. And they haven't even specifically done it themselves. Right. So 
when she was when her and her mother uh, were, was ex- escaping North Korea um they were they were going to China mm-hmm. and she was explaining I, I'm gonna explain a little bit in details um which I do want to forewarn trigger warning um we're gonna be talking about sexual abuse mm-hmm. uh, rape and slavery yeah um so with that being said if you want to skip ahead that's fine skip ahead I'd say uh I'd say easily five minutes skip yeah. ahead five minutes because mm-hmm. uh, you know how much we can talk so <laughs> so when they were trying to escape her and her mother uh, from North Korea to China um, when they when they bribed the guards um, the guards wanted to have uh, sex with her and me part yeah and, and she, she was, was 13 yeah, at the time exactly and this was the North Korean guards, right? Or was it the Chinese guards? No, this was North Korean guards yeah, before so. going to China. Yeah. Um, so that's when her mother had stepped in and, and said, no, like, mm-hmm. it's a kid. What are you even talking about? Yeah, exactly. Like, take me instead. Yeah. And she remember, she remembers like thinking back on that and like she didn't understand what was going on. You know, she... She didn't even know the concept of of sex and rape. No, she didn't. Like, she didn't know. She, obviously, she knew something bad was you going on. You could tell on. it wasn't good. Of yeah. course. Yeah. But just to show you how deeply, deeply isolated and brainwashed they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is just, it's unfathomable. And, and, like, a lot of things she was saying, which shows, I mean, the brainwashing, but also shows the kind of person that she is and mm-hmm. how much she's grown from it like she was feeling bad when she was talking in this podcast she was feeling bad that she made her mother go through that right which i so think she could is, identify i think is a natural is it a natural reaction i would think so i would i would think so yeah i would think um, so and then when they escaped uh, from north korea they went to china um and they became slaves yeah mm-hmm. so because she explained which for like I'll say right off the bat, um a human life is priceless. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. You know. So anyways, I'll say that right off the bat. And she was explaining, you know, how how the pricing was was worked out. Yeah. She she was younger, she was thirteen, uh obviously still a virgin. Yeah. So she was worth I think she said three hundred dollars. Yeah. And her mom was I think just worth a hundred dollars or something like that? And so yeah, she was saying that she was older than she was, right? Uh, Yeomi was right, and her mother was saying that it was her sister, and her mother was younger than she actually was as well. Right, she tried to at least get somewhere better, I think, or yeah, I think a more, maybe a more a, a richer slave owner. Yeah, I you think. just get you just. Got, I mean, this is survival. Yeah, okay? you just gotta do what like, you gotta do. Like she she explained it herself, like. Like this is this was a reality that not necessarily that they welcomed, but it was much better than being in North Korea. Mm-hmm. They weren't they starving ha- anymore. Exactly. They were they were offered, you know, like you can go back to North Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no she knew way. by that and right. the people knew that told her um that if they go back they're gonna be killed. Right. So it's either death or that. Or life. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, but that even goes to show you how difficult and how they saw it when they saw it from this point of view, even at, at the difficulties in China, how right. bad it is in North Korea. Because they, well, I mean, they couldn't go back really because they would die, but they would still, I wouldn't, I don't like, I don't want to word the use rather, but they weren't right. hungry anymore. Right. So that wasn't something that they were worried about. Worried about. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and when I was, when I was listening uh, to the podcast, uh, like I've read, I've read a lot about, um, like I've read a lot of the Saxon Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, like in medieval times. Yeah. And obviously slavery was like a big thing back yeah. then. And it just reminded me of that. And that was the year like 830 to 905. Yeah. And yeah. this is still happening to this date. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, thousands of years later. And it's so easy. Like the thing is, it's so easy to just be ignorant about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst part. And another worst part is how do you even how do you even fix that? Yeah. How do you even you know, how can you how can North Korea cease to exist? That's the thing, and it's it's because millions if of you, people with like nukes and stuff, it would like end the world. Yeah, exactly. Because oh I mean, even if you were to attack them, North Korea has a ton of nukes. They're defending themselves. Oh, yeah. They know they're pieces of shit yeah um well because they know the reality like the, the oh yeah know, exactly stuff but exactly um it's just like what do you even do against that and even even if you were so best case scenario even if you were to overthrow the government and fix what's going on there there's millions of people that would be in shock and just wouldn't be able to understand what what the hell is happening no. wouldn't be educated like there's what would be need to be fed by who like there's Right, right, because they, they only know how to survive. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, at that at this point, how far they are, you wouldn't be able to overthrow the government without completely damaging everything, and like the structure, the whole thing would collapse. And they'd have to rebuild everything. Oh, from scratch for sure, for sure. Um, and that's just yeah. It it and it doesn't it going through. Um, I mean, with her journeys in China as well. She was just trying to constantly go to the next place and hearing things and and trying to maybe go to, to a different area because she heard something else. But so she was um, a slave for a while. Um, I think like three years or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And when she was talking about, um, I forget I, the name of the, the name because the name of the slave, slave owner doesn't matter, but she had remorse. Like she said that she sent him money. Right. Because it wasn't his fault. That he was doing that is because of the government, right? Right. When it comes down to it, I mean, if you're struggling for food and how you have money, and that's you're engulfed in everything like that. Well, that's what that's the thing. And she even had like a part in the podcast where she asked herself, like, "Am I a psychopath?" Yeah, yeah. And like Jordan Peterson said throughout the autobiography and throughout the podcast, like. Like he said, she showed a tremendous amount of empathy mm-hmm. throughout her entire life. Exactly. Which is just, it's it's mind-boggling stuff. Again, you know, something and, like an emotion that she developed in her late, late teens. Right. Like, and being able to to show that and, 
like she was taking care of her mom and she was like 15 and she was just be, be she became such so independent and so mm-hmm. strong at such a young age because she was forced to because she was forced to um, yeah. that her dad when her dad came and saw them um near the end of his life he like said that he didn't even like recognize who she was right right because she wasn't a kid anymore but she was still physically a kid right but she wasn't right she was just somebody completely different exactly um and there was another part that i wanted to touch like because her as well like she said you know like religion you know it's not good yeah or like she wasn't a fan Mm -hmm. of religion Mm -hmm. and for example, there was these uh, Christian missionaries in China. Um, and and they had told her the way that... What she was doing to survive wasn't was, okay and never Wasn't forgivable. okay and was, you, you know, you're, you're dirty for the rest of your life. Yeah, you can never be forgiven. God will never forgive you for right. that. And, and, and she remembers how hard that hit her. Yeah. And even she wasn't blaming them for that. Right. Like that, that especially like it, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I know. She wasn't blaming them for that, and no, but she. So she did become. Uh, she did become religious, uh, mm-hmm. Christian, in order to the hopes of moving to South Korea. Right. Um, which she knew was better mm-hmm. uh, than China. But nor- uh, South Koreans discriminate heavily. Yeah. Uh, North Koreans. Mm-hmm. Which again, it it just goes to show you that humanity is beyond our comprehension. Exactly. You know, and and she of, says that herself uh, of how like how complicated human life is. Yeah. Continue. That's what I was gonna say. How complicated. A lot of things. A lot of people want to see black and white mm-hmm. and think the world is just black and white. Mm-hmm. There's it's there is no black and white. It doesn't no. exist. No. Right. Like there's no just pure gray. Yeah. And you everything. can you can deconstruct anything mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. and you should. Yeah, exactly. You know, but unfortunately we don't. We take a lot of things at face value and then we react. Yeah. Instead of deconstructing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would think a lot of part of it is because it's the easier thing to do. Sure. And um, a lot of time there isn't really an immediate, again, social media, there isn't an immediate gratification on deconstructing Mm -hmm. it, right? And when you deconstruct things, you're going to find a lot of things that'll make you feel uneasy, Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. That's the thing too. Scared. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of negative feelings. Mm -hmm. A lot of negative feelings. And when you, I mean, we even looking at how much we've been um, researching just about the world in general, it's tough. It's tough, yeah, to realize how things are run. Exactly. Run. Ran. I am French, man. How things no. are running. <laughs> how things are running. And yeah, it's uh, it's tough. And, and you can't, you know, you can't have the mindset that, that we're going to be able to fix everything. No. But it's also just realizing certain you know how certain things are how they are exactly exactly and And which is crucial doing the most you can and not letting it happen where you are because you can't fix the world and you'll go crazy if you think that you'll be able to you you need to fix do that thing do those things and make the world better you can make the world a better place in many places in many regards by just being better yourself exactly because then you influence other people mm-hmm. and those people influence other people and then it's just you know and hearing yeah exactly um and hearing stories like like this and her talking she was just seeing everything just 
the whole world through a different lens that I can't even imagine. Right. Um, so she was even saying like in South Korea there it's starting or was starting when she was living there to not talk about North Korea. Right. And she was saying how, just how dangerous that is like censorship. Right. It, it's any, it needs to be taught. Like had I not heard this, I wouldn't have, there's just so much knowledge and understanding. Um, you need to understand where you are, right? Mm-hmm. And not let it stray from you always want to strive for better mm-hmm. with your with your country, with right. who you are, who your friends are, right? So but you need to be able to see not necessarily to the uh like in vivid detail or to specific degrees, but uh you need to understand the bad and also understand the good. Because right. it'll never be it'll it'll always default to this is what jordan peterson said it'll always default to tyranny was it mm-hmm. it'll always default to bad bad will always be there right but good will never be there like the great like when it's perfect it won't be there right and so and the default for civilization is like slaves and fighting for yourself and that's right. just who we are we're, pe- we're that's human nature yeah. unfortunately mm-hmm. there's not much you can do about that but exactly. you can strive for better exactly um so yeah, she was just worrying about uh, the South Korea and how they were um, making things Ill- illegal uh, for talking about North Korea and things like that. Um, something that I found interesting too is that she, because she wasn't very well educated, obviously, um, and she was taught basically about North Korea and a lot of the information she probably was told was all were all lies. She did learn how to read somewhat um, and write. Mm-hmm. Which is, I found really surprising um, in North Korea that they would teach her at least a basic level on how to do that. Right. Um, it was it was very minimum, though. But still, I mean. Uh, yeah. No, it is I think with that level of control, they'd be like, no. Like, right. No education. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's, they have their own mad reasoning for why they do that. But, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she was very well educated. She went to school in uh to university or college in South Korea. Um well just to back up, um so she obviously again escaped uh slavery in China. Yeah, yeah. So they were going to oh, Magnolia. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. They about had this part. to they had to go through a desert. Mm-hmm. And it was eight there were eight people and one baby. And uh with like barely any clothes on, barely, they were barely any clothes, because they were told to pack light, and it was minus forty. In the middle of the night, it would yeah. be because yeah. I mean that's which a desert's extreme, yeah, hot or cold or freezing cold, yeah. And and she remember, you know, she remembers they just had to keep moving, mm-hmm. right? Because as soon as you stop, right, you you'll fall asleep because. The cold makes you feel sleepy. Yeah, exactly. And then you die because you never wake up because you're frozen. Mm -hmm. And they remember they were just constantly encouraging each other, just keep moving. Just keep going. Keep moving. Don't don't really know where they're going. They're going somewhere. (laughs) They were told to go, I think, northeast. Yeah, and that's the thing is is it was broad like that. Just told to go go northeast and keep northeast on your compass. There will probably be somewhere there. Right. And to get that information, they had to. Like, right, they had to become Christian and yeah, the priests wouldn't give it to them unless they followed the religion. Right. And eventually, I think it was 
they were in there for one day. Like the desert. Yeah. And uh, they got picked up by authorities. Mm -hmm. And they had to go through uh, intense negotiations uh, because uh, the authorities thought they were spies. North Korean spies, yeah. Right. Yeah. So eventually when they, you know, when they finally uh, believed them that they were genuine refugees, uh, that's when basically her life started. Well, she was also questioned in South Korea as well. Yeah, yeah. When she got into South Korea. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's when... And she did her elementary school and high school in one year. Yeah, that is... Yeah. And then she went to college at 17. Yeah. So she basically put her life on track and Mm -hmm. caught got up to date, which I don't like... (laughs) That is... Well, that takes... Like she said, she was obsessed. Yeah. And honestly, at that point, yeah, you would have to be obsessed. Yeah, she said she wasn't wasn't eating just that's all she was doing every yeah, single day no matter what she was reading like over 100 books a year yeah so she was obsessed mm-hmm. with gathering knowledge and learning mm-hmm. and um and she studied what was it she studied in south korea she studied uh like criminal justice which is i find um it interesting because that she defaulted to something like that because there was so much compassion and she sees what can happen so right. she wanted to learn more about that mm-hmm. and it it's also when um she had read a certain book i, f- I forget which animal book. so she read uh animal farm by george orwell uh the book i'm gonna give just a description quick from wikipedia uh not so much a synopsis but Explain what the general idea. Uh, the book tells the story of a group of farm animals who rebel against their human farmer, hoping to create a society where the animals can be equal, free, and happy. So basically, it uh, like it sparked the fire in her, yeah. and the and and made her realize that she does not want to be quiet mm-hmm. about uh, the realities of North Korea, and that she wants to be, you know, she wants to expose the reality to mm-hmm. people. She wanted that's when. That's when I think she probably figured out uh, that she wanted to be a human rights activist. Exactly, exactly. And she, the one, the one thing she just brushed over it, um, that by her speaking out, her family that was still living there, like, would bear consequences, right? In North Korea, she didn't really brush over it a whole lot. Uh, so we, I don't know specific. It doesn't matter the specific reasons, but yeah. So it's the price you ha- you have to pay. Um, to, to do that, which is right, crazy. which is insane, mm-hmm. insane. Um, so she did go to. Uh, we won't brush into a lot of the details, but so she yeah she she didn't uh, quite graduate um, from South Korea. She moved to the states, mm-hmm. uh, and then she went to University of Columbia in New York, mm-hmm. um, where she studied f- forensics or it was something again in the in the criminal right. um, mind, but. Yeah, do you want to talk about a bit what she said about um, the school, the school system, and the university system? Uh, you go ahead and I'll, okay. I'll yeah, add so, stuff. Yeah, she was just saying how, um, because it was, uh, I would say about, no, she just graduated uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just saying how everything needs to be politically correct and needs to be Right. Um, you need to be careful what you say. You can't say certain things, um, and it like it just that whole mindset um, that she wasn't really there to learn stuff and to like gain knowledge, right? Um, and she couldn't even like 
Jordan Peterson asked her to name her favorite class and the one that really like stood out to her because she was right. studying something she was interested exactly. in and loved, loved she learning, right? And she couldn't name one. She couldn't name one. She named, you know, she, she just said how everything, that's basically it. She said how everything was just, you need to be. And this is coming from someone that is obsessed with learning. Yeah, exactly. And wanting to gather knowledge and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's making, it's not the exact same, of course not. No. But she's making striking comparisons between uh, similarities. Yeah. And again, it's completely it's about, in different ways. It's about it, silencing, right? It's Exactly. It is, and it is in completely different ways. Like it's not, it isn't, again, to the same extremes, but it is the same thing of being careful what you're right. saying and it's i mean it's a start it one is could say yeah you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a start towards i would say the wrong yeah the wrong way silencing of any sort it doesn't matter what yeah. what, what it is and i mean we we've talked about that in the past you yeah. know how how just simply simply put censors censoring someone is dangerous mm-hmm. and how um somebody can i mean by saying the wrong thing or they're, comp- they're very well educated and they share their beliefs and how they can be shut down and denied. Um, basically, their life, where we are now, they can be denied their life if they say something that people don't agree with. Right. And a minority of people, like five, ten people online can pretty much cancel you. and You're done. You're done. And it, it's it's sort of brushing on another. It's all about free speech, right? Mm-hmm. And it's brushing on another podcast that I listened to um, by Jordan Peterson, how he interviewed a professor um and uh a, a current no it, she was sort of disbanded from the school okay um she had i a think blog. i know which one you're talking about yeah she had a blog or has a blog right and she gave some views she didn't even know why she was like canceled wow she was shut down and just people built up a false narrative on her and the this the it was a moncton uh, a moncton university right in new brunswick wow and she Basically, yeah, people came in social media and she wasn't told anything by the school and just like, yeah, we can't have you. And she was like, she had a tenure. Like she was wow, been there for a while and just all of a sudden like that. And she immigrated. And the thing, the interesting thing that he was saying is that she immigrated from late. Uh, she immigrated from uh, Lebanon um, and stayed here and moved here without her family and went to school here and be, got her doctorate and everything like that. And right. University of Toronto, she said you've been to BC and everything like that. So she was a non, she was an immigrant and she's a woman. He's like, well, shouldn't you be the minority of people? Right. right? And it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. They just, and the power of social media and how badly it's used. Yeah. Um, We're going the wrong just way. Just to silence. Yeah. In certain aspects of things, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like there's there's a population. It just it needs to be there is yeah exactly and and it needs to be called out and that's why censorship is is dangerous is because then you're not exposed to the evil realities of some some people exactly then all of a sudden you know they're doing all that in the background mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're silenced and the thing is is it's the it's very important it's it is the minority of people so we are there is very there is a good in there right like the majority of people like the vast majority like 95 percent of the population would disagree it disagrees with what's happening and right. and wouldn't silence and wants people's voices to be heard um 
but the it's the, the small percentage of people just for their own gratification they're not even doing it. the problem is, is that they're not even doing it uh as a like in a they're doing it because they don't like the person right they're not doing it for like a justice political or, movement or justice or anything right. like that which they and that's what they mask it with mm-hmm. exactly you know, that it's justice and that it's mm-hmm. this is what's right mm-hmm. tricky stuff it is tricky stuff absolutely absolutely and um i'll reiterate that you know we don't do any of this justice so so if we've piqued your interest i would definitely uh yeah absolutely. tune in on on the podcast absolutely of, with uh, yoni park and jordan peterson's podcast it was an exceptional uh very eye-opening and you can't, i can't we can't even i can't even explain to no justice exactly so so i would highly recommend um to to tune into that her story is she she yeah sensationally i want to say brave but she doesn't even see it as brave no it's just no. <laughs> sensationally humane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how about that that's a good way to put it yeah yeah and i mean the reason the main reason why i personally wanted to do the podcast is because i know that people won't listen to it so at least wanted to give our voice right out and yeah 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 see what we can do you yeah know? exactly yeah so if you want to, if it piques your interest, if you want to learn more and really understand it, definitely listen to it. Yeah. And she has a book too, which I, I want to read one day. Cause, uh, yeah, if you, if you Google, um, Yaomi Park's autobiography, you'll find it. It's yeah. I want to read it as well. Um, and same with that. I mean, just reading in general, uh, it opens your eyes to people who think like you. Well, it exposes you to great minds yeah, and people who don't think like you, right? right. It challenges your ideas. Exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Um, always a pleasure um, to talk inside your ears. <laughs> or outside your ears facing in. You exactly. You be wearing earphones. We don't discriminate here. Right. Exactly. Wherever it is. You can you listen know, to We're in nature. Yeah. <laughs> There's another bird that just came by there. Okay, I can't whistle, but I mean, there's yeah, no, no birds, birds around. Whistle. But oh, there they are. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, no, honestly, uh, thank you so much for the continuous support. Uh, we love talking. We love, you know, exposing uh, exposing others to to different ideas and yeah. and starting um, conversations. Starting, yeah, yeah. So we've got we've uh, got a long ways to go, in. we got a lot a lot to learn. So absolutely, hopefully. Uh, you know, the ones that are with us uh, will continue uh, to go down that path with us. And, you know, if you ever again, if you ever want us to cover something specifically or dive into it, don't. Yeah. Don't or fret if you want to be a guest. Absolutely. If you have. Let us know um, something or something you want to talk about that you've witnessed firsthand and just start a conversation between us. We're welcome. It does, you don't have to be a master and we're not masters in any of this. No, I'm not a master in jack we, shit. We look it up and we just talk about it. Yeah. Um, nor do I research. plan to ever be a master. No, exactly. You know, so that's not that's not the ultimate goal here. Mm-hmm. The ultimate goal is just to learn exactly. and to strive for better. Absolutely, it's not to become, uh, you know, a master at work. <laughs> you know, I'll leave that for Eminem. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, take care. Ciao, ciao.